and welcome to Reality Blows. My name is Nick Maritato. I'm Ashley Burke Roberts. And this is a podcast that did get out on Monday like we promised. <laughs> I understand uh, wherever you are, it's definitely not the morning. <laughs> um, but we're late, we're late. We're late, we're late. Okay, we uh, didn't pre-record a podcast this week like we absolutely should some weeks. We had uh, too busy of a weekend, we'll tell you about it. And we went to a wedding last night, which is part of that busy weekend. Okay, we slept in a little bit. Ashley had a hangover. So just think <laughs> about that. If you're upset with us for this podcast coming out late, that means you are against celebrating love. Yep, exactly. Okay, because exactly. it, it was for a wedding. And it's not even that late, you know. It's not that late. I mean, Sun's still up in some places. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, thank you for uh, being our friends and listening to this podcast. Uh, if you want more of this podcast, you can get more episodes for one more week, basically. No, yeah. it's like three more weeks. It's like a few more weeks. But go over to patreon.com forward slash reality blows and listen to all 40 something episodes that we have behind our little Patreon paywalls. Five bucks. Uh, and go there and just listen to every single one of our episodes because after the month of October in 2020, we are going to shut down the Patreon for a little bit uh, until we kind of get more organized and actually until we move across the country, which is happening. When is that now? It's mid-November and nothing is it's more... It's basically a month from today when we're recording. Like when we'll, yeah. when we'll be like driving out there if we choose to drive. Nothing is more disruptive than moving and nothing is more... Dis I already said nothing is more disruptive. What's another <laughs> word, babe? Quick. Painful? Chaotic sure. than moving across the country. Yes, I'm glad you got that in there. <laughs> email us at realityblowspodcast at gmail.com. Is that our email? Yeah. If you have any tips on how to move across the country, have you done it? Have you used a pod service? Or did you just fly? What did you do with your cat? We need information. I keep asking people, and they're very vague about everything. Well, the cat stuff seems to be the stuff that people are sort of, uh, you know, split on, right? Because I've asked a bunch of people who have cats now in the past couple of weeks. Like, yeah, we're going to move with our cat, but, like, we're trying to figure out, like, what are we going to do with the cat? Should we drive the cat? Is it better to drive the cat across country? Or should we put the cat... Uh, in some sort of a cargo situation uh, with us or, or however that works, sedated. Uh, I can't tell. It seems to be split down the middle. People are like, oh, no, I, I have to fly with my cat. Uh, and it's good. Uh, my cat gets like a little uh, sedative and then relaxes themselves. And uh, it's great. We have a great calm cat. And then other people are like, yeah, my cat likes to sit in the dashboard when we drive. And it's a great experience. And uh, I don't want to fly with my cat. So, But uh, if you have a cat, let us know what you do with your cat when you fly, because this will be the first time for us. I don't want to give the cat drugs. Right? I don't either. We, neither of us want to give Lily a sedative. Yeah. Her ears are back. She knows we're talking about her. It's it's also, you know, I don't want to get her, you know, rest you know, uh, Lily had a cocaine uh, problem in the 80s. Yeah, we don't want to trigger any yeah. sort of behavior. And, um, but I also don't want to drive 40 hours, because that's like at least five days. It's a lot. I mean, we'll be doing a lot of staying. We also have to find a lot of places that will allow a cat to, f to stay. Hotels, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess we shouldn't move, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. It's too much trouble. Let's call up Darius and tell him it's off. So funny, like we were walking over here um, from our, our afternoon walk to try and wake up and get situated, and we were just reflecting on how incredibly difficult and amazing it is that we have an apartment in L.A. waiting for us. Go for it, babe. I know you want to get that sound 
That wasn't a great. I'm drinking a seltzer out of a bottle yeah. this morning. It's not as good as that little pop of the can. But yeah, I mean, that's what my whole plan was there in my, my head. I mean, you got it all done. But like the thing I wanted was like, let's just find a place and not have to make this like a find ordeal and to find our perfect place that meets meets all of our little check boxes you know what i mean like checks all of our boxes excuse yeah. me like we're gonna have some boxes unchecked like moving across the country in a pandemic still you know what i mean like it's yeah. not perfect plus you and i have never lived over there you know it's hard to uproot to a place that you really don't know have any idea how it's gonna be i mean we are really embarking on such a strange weird journey and in my mind when we get there it's like ah we're here and now we are finally able to live and uh pursue our dreams in a more uh capable way and you know we might get there and like cut to like day three and ashley's just sobbing in like, the middle <laughs> of the floor like I why do i have to it? be the one that's crying <laughs> because my emotions will never go i'll never be like this is the best time of my life and i'll never be like oh i have to get out of here i'll just maintain a i don't give a shit attitude <laughs> and, until the year is up and then i'm like i kind of like that place let's stay there or like we should leave you well, know. you're forgetting one of your main modes. Which is? Anger. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, um, listen, everybody knows this. I mean, it's written in books. There has to be an angry person in the, in the couple. I mean, if there's not somebody that, ca- like, I cover the anger for the both of us. Yeah, like, I might fall on the floor in a ball crying, we made a mistake. But you're going to be like, this fucking guy who lives next to us will turn <laughs> his damn shit off. Like, you'll just get mad. <laughs> about someone i think it's pretty safe to say that i will take that tone and attitude about at least one thing in the new place absolutely something's gonna piss nick off i can't wait to find out is at the pool again yeah (laughs) this one guy uses the treadmill every day at 7 a.m or something like that you're gonna be well maybe because i'm gonna have issues i'm hoping as soon as i get to uh california and you don't seem to think that this is a possibility but that like just the cali vibes are gonna wash over me and all of a sudden i'm just gonna be like oh man what's going on i mean on? you keep saying that and i keep I'm being like a real happy day dude. i keep being like are you, do you promise that you'll be like that and then you're like stop asking me if i promise <laughs> <laughs> because my whole thing is you know wherever you go there you are so i would love for you, know, you guys, <laughs> i want to say this right now did you know that was Ashley's whole thing? That's my whole thing. Wherever you go, there you are, you know? Yeah, you're you're totally going around saying stuff like that all the time. I think that the move will affect us both positively. I think it'll be good for us to have our own space. And I think it'll be really good for us to be back around, like, our friends, you know? Like, not only have we been in a pandemic, but we've lived, we've been living two hours away from all of our pals and our work colleagues and... We've been pretty isolated, and I'm a, mega. Yeah, I'm a, I'm done with it, y'all. I don't really want to be isolated. Anymore I can't either. do it. I don't want to be isolated anymore. Something I learned is that Nick and I can handle it, though. I mean, that's cool. Yeah, that's like a a lot of people broke up. You know, we know a couple who was engaged who broke up during the the old panini pandemic pandemic. You know what I mean? Yeah, pandemic. You said it a couple of times, and then one time you said <laughs> panini. <laughs> 
<laughs> we get it. But yeah, I mean, I would love to be around friends and uh, see people uh, my age who I like and uh, would want to spend time with. It was good. I mean, we did a lot of that this last week, actually. We did. We had so many adventures this week. I think we should start from the beginning. Yeah. I think we should go Wednesday, Saturday, Sunday. Absolutely. You feel good about that? Absolutely. Okay. So my um, my my friends, our friends, Shanoa and Jim, got married last night in Ocean City in a haunted hotel on the boardwalk. Uh, they had a wonderful wedding. We will be talking about that. Very and cool. Very cool. We'll be talking about that shortly. But what that means is they got to Ocean City on like Tuesday, just kind of hanging out, getting ready for the wedding, you know, doing all the pre-wedding stuff. And they were like, do you guys want to go roller skating because they know that I'm a big roller skater. Shanoa's a big roller skater. And then our men like to fall in line and do the things that we do as well. Nick likes it. He has fun roller skating. I don't mind roller skating. I don't mind roller skating sometimes. <laughs> so we find this place and it's really close to them. It's far from us, but it's close to them. And the reason why we decided to go take this long drive is like, we're, it's their freaking wedding. So we'll make it easy for them. It's their wedding week. So we drive down there and it is, it feels like the beginning of a Stephen King short story. Like when we turn off the main road and it's just absolutely dark. We're in the woods. We're like, is this New Jersey? Like what's going on? I haven't seen a Wawa for ages turns out there was like a Wawa five minutes away that we went to later. <laughs> later? But, it was like five minutes later we went to that Wawa. Yeah, I mean, after we parked at the roller skating rink and they weren't there yet. And, and Nick was like, I have a headache and I need meat. <laughs> and so we went to Wawa and got him some meat sticks and some Advil. <laughs> um, Actually, I did not get any Advil. I just let it roll because I couldn't see it. I didn't get it. Oh, I yeah. thought you got it. No, I didn't get any Advil. Poor I baby. Just, I, just let it, I just let it roll. I let it roll. Let um, it roll. But yeah, I was hungry. I, I was hungry and needed uh, some sort of a uh, snack that wouldn't put me out for the night. So I got some nuts in there too. I got some nuts. Also, I noticed there is a new thing that is says uh, um, it's Red Bull Zero Sugar. So I bought one of those. It was sitting next to a Red Bull No Sugar. Now Red Bull Zero Sugar, a black can. Red Bull No Sugar. No Sugar is like that kind of aqua can and then the regular one is the you know the red and blue uh, logo now i remember when this happened yeah because you were really perplexed by it I, you've I brought it up a few times i've been drinking i drink every so often i'll drink a no sugar uh red sugar free bull. it's not no sugar sugar free sugar free sugar free red bull i'll, I'll mm -hmm. do those every once in a while because they're actually like okay if i'm like being super strict on the diet they're like not they're poison but like they're not going to kick me out of whatever is, is what I assumed. But now they have next to the sugar freeze, the zero sugar. Okay. I have, I have a question for you. Yeah. Go ahead. Have Shoot. You, have you considered this angle? Okay. I think I know where you're going. Continue. What if this is a rebranding of the same beverage and this particular Wawa just hasn't completely sold out of their sugar-free Red Bulls, but they also got the new shipment of the Zero Sugar. I ones. was thinking the same <laughs> No, you thing. weren't, Nick. <laughs> I was. You've been bringing this up. <laughs> Waiting for you to get the hint. Wake up and come with me on this conspiracy. That Wawa's not going through sugar-free Red Bulls quick enough. 
No, here's why I think, or here's why I, I, am, I can only believe that it's a different uh, a concoction, is that when you look, there was two slots for regular Red Bull, two slots for sugar-free, two slots for zero sugar, as if it was the third option. Mm. Yeah. Now what do you have to say? I still think what I said is possible. Eh, I guess you're right. But anyway, it really had me boggled. I haven't Googled it. Look into it, babe. But the only thing that made me kind of suspect is because I kind of just, the way that I diet is I just kind of look at what the front label tells me, and then I'm like, that's good. Unless I'm like being crazy. Like if I'm like being a lunatic, I'll look at the calories and yeah. I'll look at the what's in it. But if I'm like kind of living like, oh, I'm trying to make a sensible choice, but I'm not trying to fucking lose my mind here. I'll just take the sugar-free Red Bull. Um like, I imagine maybe if I had studied the back of the two, I would have figured it out. But I'm just going what they say say up front. And I only brought this sugar-free Red Bull thing up. Ashley thinks I'm talking about this for too long, but I don't. She's making tons of faces, okay? <laughs> Meanwhile, just... <laughs> Ashley's approach to the podcast is like, it was a long and dark road. <laughs> Much like a Stephen King novel, you would say. Anyway, I went to Target, and I got that, uh, that uh, creamer thing. Yeah, the pumpkin spice pumpkin creamer. Spice. No sugar. What was in that? Sugar. Corn syrup. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which turns into sugar. Yeah. They were they lied to you, babe. Yeah, Nick's pissed. <laughs> <laughs> they lied. I really wanted that pumpkin spice uh what's that coffee mate yeah that stuff grosses me out yeah it was you, not good well and i don't mean taste wise i just mean you like flip it around you look at the ingredients it's like 45 things it's like it should just be cream and like flavor like why are there so many ingredients well i don't think there's cream in coffee mate isn't that the thing? it is dairy it's a dairy it's product, a dairy product. Mm, i don't know yeah. why then i, don't I know mean why. it's it's like twice removed from being dairy, right. but it originally there is a splash of dairy in there somewhere. Um, but listen, so we we get Nick some meat sticks and some sugar free uh, <laughs> zero sugar zero sugar red. It Bowl tasted the same, and some nuts. We go there by that time. Jim and Shanoa have joined us. We're very excited because what we are doing tonight that night is um, adult skate night now you might remember from my birthday episode the last time nick and i went roller skating with our friends it was just kind of like family day and so we were literally dodging three-year-olds who were kind of you know skating and falling and they have those um like little stand-up almost look like a walker for an old person but they have wheels on them and they're for children to teach them how to skate so we're like trying to get around that so we we were we were excited we were like tonight is the night where we can just let loose skate and not have to worry about tripping over a child little did we know little did we know little did we know there would be a whole another batch of problems <laughs> <laughs> and we're gonna tell you about that when we come back <laughs> and i guess we're back yeah but, we're back no so here's what i found out about adult skate adult skate isn't you would think adult okay so that's like the operative word there right it's just like all right so this is going to be for adults what do why do we ever talk about adult something is because we know kids shouldn't see it or shouldn't be it or won't be there the kids are the thing so people go adult skate great i'm not going to trip over little snotty kids we can just hang out with the boys i can just go out with my gal and not have to worry about being around screamy yelly kids all the time and just kind of casually skate around well this adult skate, and I, and I imagine most adult skates, is really 
Proskate. This is what I think it should be called. It's bad branding because I'm an adult, I think. Uh, and I went there and I didn't feel comfortable at this place. I wish there were kids there because I was the kid because I didn't skate well. And I became the kid that everybody was like, oh, great, skate around this fat guy. Oh, shit, all right, this fat guy's in our way. We'll skate around him. <laughs> like, oh, this fat guy's about to fall. No, nah, he didn't. All right, I'll skate around that guy. And these fucking guys were so good at skating. So good at skating. Correct guys me if I'm wrong. Guys and gals. Guys and gals. Correct me if I'm I'm using guys like uh, Jeff. Uh, yeah, uses guys. on Survivor. On Survivor. Hey, uh, by the way, Ash. Should we get rid of guys on here? I don't know. Maybe. maybe. We'll Check back. What to, ask me again when all the cameras are gone. <laughs> and it's not the first day of the podcast. So these guys and gals, some of them were not skating forward at all, like the entire time. Right. Yeah. Just backward skating, like doing loops and loops backward. And like a ballerina, like they were like figure skaters, like they would be skating backwards and then do like a pirouette and then continue to skate backwards all the while making sensual eye contact with you as you tried to stay on top of your skate. Yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> I can't do anything but go the speed that I'm going, which that speed is don't fall down. That's the speed. Don't fall down. Can't enjoy it at all because as I'm going around, I'm like, this is, pr I'm falling down. Like anytime I stop focusing on not falling down, I'm falling down. So I can only go that speed. And I wish, I'm sorry to interrupt, but I wish they could see the motions you're making because it that is really how you skate, which is kind of like Stiff. taking like jerky steps almost. Imagine like, the mummy. Yeah, like there's there's no finesse or smoothness, but he stays on, on top of his skate. I do not fall. I do not fall. And I can skate around, but that's all I can do. Now these people pirouetting around you, sometimes like they'd get in a crew and they'd go in the center and just like do the do a dance they'd together. be doing like the electric slide yeah, in like, the center no, on skates it was unbelievable and something that ashley mentioned was happening to me quite a bit i'm i can't change where i'm going i can't go left i can't go right i can't go slower <laughs> i can't go faster so i'm just on my path which is the don't fall down path and sometimes there were just guys who were like sensually like skating backwards just kind of like licking their lips and like vibing to the music and it's just like i was a foot and a half <laughs> behind them like uh-huh uh-huh yep it's me and this guy or you because get, you can't nick couldn't speed up and pass no. them and they were like just in they were like in their own little world backwards skating yeah, having lot, the time of their life i smelled a lot of grape duchess like wafting in from the there people were high and drunk this was the time to go out in this town yeah and, it seemed a lot of like everyone was having a lot of fun and then the other thing that happens to me all the time is uh all the time pretty much every time i've skated but this is was really bad it's like if there's another bad skater for some reason, we're right next to each other the whole time. Like, we're the, we skate the same way, and we can't do anything about it. I can't slow down. He can't slow down, vice versa. It's like you just are now skating with this guy, and everybody's looking around. You're like, look at these two guys. Uh, they're just skating together. They must be a couple. And it's a romantic. Adult skate is romantic. It is, yeah. It's like a lot of, like, slow jams and stuff you like know, that. You know, it was interesting because I also feel like I want to push back on this adult skate is romantic thing because I've been to adult skate at a, a rink around here, but it was during the day, and it was very different. It was at, like... 11 to 2 p.m. on a Tuesday it was all it was just senior citizens and the music they played was like carnival like do 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 that sort of music while you skated this the lights were off it was nighttime they were playing slow jams they had a DJ who was there 
And it was, um, it just felt, everything just felt very sexy. I can't, I can't explain it really. And then I was there sweating. <laughs> trying, and then people kept like, like gliding past me and then just putting their arm on my, my their hand on my arm. Just like, come by. Like, just yeah, like, it's like, I'm right here. Yeah, like <laughs> like so letting I, Nick know so he doesn't fall into them. <laughs> uh yeah but uh normally ashley at these things is very confident i'm like oh she's skating i noticed she looked like one of the schlubs yeah i was having a lot of trouble with my skates my skates are bad it sucks i have they're good for outdoor skates my candy girl skates but they're not good for indoor and so i went to use their skates and their skates were i guess 100 years old i mean no one had done any the everything was loose the the trucks the axle all those things were loose and janky and i was like I guess I'll put my shitty skates back on. So I wasn't having that much fun. And I was jealous of how smooth and cool everybody was. But I think I'm going to order myself some new skates. Because we in LA, we're going to live like 10 minutes from a skating rink. By the way, you know that, right? Which is an hour and a half in traffic is what everybody's telling me. I think it's a 10 minute walk. (laughs) Which is an hour and a half in traffic. (laughs) Okay, I don't care if we're walking or not. So we skated as long as we possibly could, which was like, I feel like two hours before, because as things got later, as the night went on, like we, I I started feeling like my presence was bringing the place down. Like I was like, I'm not good enough to be here. I'm in these people's way. We're not holding up our end of the deal. Yeah. Uh, We are now the kids that the adults don't want to be around and that's how I felt the entire time. Everybody was so good. We were like, is there a movie filming nearby about skates and this is all the extras? Like Like, cool skate coming to you? Like super skate? Because right before we left, like I would say three quarters of the skate rink, like clicked up and like all skated backwards together like in a huge group yeah it was like a conga line of people skating backwards but also kind of like like a they're like a, a vulcan warship as well like people were out on the sides doing yeah. like pointed you know formations i'll tell you what i felt like if you got in the way you would have been trampled so uh, it was it was pretty wild. So. One woman skated in between Nick and I because Nick and I were skating next to each other, and she was just kind of like doing like big loops and backwards, and she skated between us with her arms over her head just to get through like the six inch inch space between Nick and I. And I was like, we need to go. Yeah, it's, it's time, time to, to go. go. We're in people's way. And so we went where we belong, Applebee's. Feeling good in the neighborhood. <laughs> We went to an Applebee's and I was like, guys, let's go to Applebee's. We're fancy like Applebee's. We can. Thanks, Ash. Yeah. Now we have to pay that band. Um, uh-huh. Date night. So we went there and uh, it, it, I was like, yeah, it's uh, uh, Applebee's is not that bad. And then we went to this Applebee's and everybody's like, my meal sucked. My meal sucked. My meal sucked. My it meal was sucked. so bad. <laughs> This Applebee sucked. It was we a bad were Applebee's. in Bumfuck, New Jersey. I don't even think we were in New Jersey. We were near Atlantic City somewhere. It was Ugh, South Jersey. We were in the woods. It so, was weird. It was weird. Um. Yeah. Sure so went to that Danny's, like I said. Nick. Sorry. So Nick left his hoodie there. That's the big. That's the climax of the <laughs> what? story. That's not what we were building to. I <laughs> yeah. didn't even remember that that happened. <laughs> that's what we're building to. Nick left his freaking hoodie at the roller skating rink and then refused to go back and get it. He was like, "I can't show my face in there I can't again." Go back. I had to sign a waiver. They made us sign these waivers, like just sign a piece of paper, and then they're like, "You keep it." And we're like, "Okay." 
<laughs> yeah, they also gave us tickets to go in for like skate rental and stuff, yeah. and like no one ever took any of our tickets. Yeah, like, this one for skate rental. This is to bring it back. These is for yeah. getting the skate. Here's your. St-. And then we went over to the kid, and we're like, "Which one of these stamp? Uh, which one of these uh, tickets are for you?" And he was like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, we're like, "Okay, <laughs> never mind." Um, I, you know, <laughs> I'm pretty sure when I handed in my skates <laughs> to this kid yeah he looked at me and said you've had enough no <laughs> did he really i believe he did wow i believe he did so yeah we uh a lot of skates i'll tell you skate is a workout because i am always sore in like odd places that i'm not normally sore after i leave the gym after i leave the skate rink right? yeah same yeah yeah yeah. it works like the outside of your legs in yeah. a weird way yeah like your stabilization <laughs> muscles basically yeah like it's a good seems like might be good for core workout as well oh absolutely as, as stiff as i am yeah then, you know. absolutely speaking of being sore in places nick and i have tried our hand at running at the gym recently past couple of days we when we've gone to the gym we've ran and then we can't walk really afterwards i ran once uh, i've run twice and uh i i've been sore in my legs for two days yeah since then. um so i gotta get back there i mean i think i'm gonna go later today and i don't know if i'm gonna run I did 20 sit-ups three days ago, and now I can't laugh without pain <laughs> in my stomach. Yeah, I'm going stiff. I mean, we've been doing a lot of driving, though, too. I yeah. Because after we did the, we had a nice time skating uh, with our pals, and uh, we got to see them again on Sunday. But in between there, on Saturday night, Ashley and I went back to our old stomping grounds, back to our old neighborhood to perform some stand-up comedy for some nice New York folks. Bushwick, Brooklyn, babe. We were at our old neighborhood. I mean, and it felt like nothing had changed immediately. We're like trying to find a parking spot. Where are we going to find a freaking parking spot? We just snapped back into our, our regular search for a space. More food trucks than I remember. More people than I remember. It definitely had like a street fair vibe going yeah, on. That's what I just cannot handle about that neighborhood now. It's just like it really is like a con- it's like a 24-hour street fair. Yeah, it's like carnival-esque that's uh, happening there. And everybody, but everybody is so hot and so cool. It is the co- it's probably the coolest corner in Brooklyn maybe. Absolutely. Right? Yeah, I think that that neighborhood is the coolest. Yeah, you know, four or five blocks yeah. that stretch of Wyckoff. I mean, and it's like, no, there are cool places in Greenpoint and there are cool places in all these na- we're like nothing like this. But like this is like bona fide cool. Like you would you you walk through a neighborhood. I mean, I guess you'd know about it cuz you'd be going to a restaurant, but like you're walking through like an industrial wasteland where there's just like w- a weird gas station here, a bunch of bodegas there, a weird thrift store next to a warehouse, warehouse, and, warehouse. And then all of a sudden you just trip over like a you know a three or four block radius of like some of the coolest restaurants bars like a beer garden and like a, a whole... nightclub that a real housewife of new york likes to go to yeah like a club that's like a in-demand dance club like yeah. it's so very strange and it's out there folks i don't know i know that not all of you uh, live in new york city bushwick is like out there it's uh the, the l train services it but it's out there. It's got um, a Wild West feeling to it. It does feel like cops only showed up, shown up when they're called. Do you know what I mean? I never mm-hmm. see like a cop like hanging. The first time I ever went to Bushwick, I was trying to find some spot. I think I was trying to find Northeast Kingdom. And I was looking at my phone and a police officer came up and told me to stop looking at my phone. Yeah. And I was like, huh? And he's like, 
Figure out where you need to go and go, but don't walk down the street looking at your phone. Mm. And I was like, okay. Yeah. I still don't think that's a smart move. Even I agree. Even I just since... I had just moved to New York, but I, I didn't know that that was... But I think that it's interesting that he felt the need to come over and tell me to put my phone away. Yeah, he was helping me out. Yeah. Um, so yes, we went back to uh, our old neighborhood and we did some stand-up at the Cobra Club. Hold on. First, we had an excellent meal at Queen of Falafel. A Hold place. on. Hold First, on. It took us a long time to get there. <laughs> it was a horrible ride. And that's sort of what I was saying. Like We've been taking these like 90-minute, two-hour rides like every other day the past couple of days and it's like my neck is stiff my lower back hurts from like sitting in the seat like that's a lot of driving i don't want to drive into the city anymore and i don't want to take the train train takes too damn long and take the ferry driving in i might take the ferry i'll take the ferry with you one day and just try it I'm supposed to, I have a friend who has a book release party tomorrow that i have rsvp to instead of yeah. going do you want to come with me to that where is the release party? It's in Brooklyn. It's at the, uh, it's like in Red Hook, basically. What? <laughs> Red Hook? Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. Okay. No, anyway. because we have to go to the city on, uh, on Saturday. I have to also go on Thursday. I have a dentist appointment. Oh, do a dentist appointment around here. Yeah, maybe I will, but my insurance, this is definitely an off topic conversation. Well, my my insurance is for New York dental. But maybe they'll accept it here. We'll find out. I'll we'll call around out. and you ask. You can't go three times. Yeah, that's too much. It's too much. We have stuff to do. It's we now have time stuff to, pack. to do. It's now time to pack. So we drove into the city. It took a long damn time. You know, what's I, I do love that the city sort of feels like it's thriving in ways because of all of sort of the street vendors that sort of have popped up and the street seating and all that stuff of like, uh, you know, being able to eat outside and all these outdoor spaces opened up. And that's kind of like a, a weird silver lining to uh, the this strange world we live in now. But um, it's made it harder to drive a car. You can't really drive a car down a lot of these streets because everything's a goddamn food like outdoor space yeah it's like everywhere that it was already a small street and you were already scared of bikers because it was a small street but now where bikers used to be are tables and then the bikers are like in the car Biker, lane by, by, she means bicyclists yeah bicyclists are in the car lane and so it's just very cramped you and it feels like a pedestrian is just going to jump out in front of your car at any moment i'm more thinking like we were driving through park slope and uh Oh, that was a pain and in the ass. it was just like, all of a sudden, it was just like a three three block radius was just blocked off. They're like, nah, people are just doing something outside here, so yeah. figure out a different way. Yeah, lots of just like, um, like I don't know what you call those things, but just the the wood things that you put in, what is that, a, a sawhorse, or what are those called? You know what I mean? Where it's just like a big wood thing that you put, a blockade. What the hell? Nick, where are you? <laughs> Come on. A wood wall. Uh, a wood wall. Anyway. It's a wood wall. Here's the issue with driving into New York. This is the issue. Is that by the time you get there, you are now tired. You are now cramped. You've already had an altercation with someone. You're, you're not, you're not going to get from New Jersey to New York without someone being a dick in a car to you or around you. Your peens full of mellow yellow. Your bungholes full of chocolate Reese's pieces. Nick. <laughs> and so you get there and you're like, I don't want to be here. I'm not excited about what we're doing. I want to go home. You know, like 
when we used to do stand up and we would take like a train, 30 minute train, the whole time you're excited, you're looking forward to it. And I would say that's the case with the first part of the ride. Woo, we're going to New York. But then after like 45 minutes, you're like, oh, God. And the Google Maps keeps refreshing. Like um, your trip is now 10 minutes longer than before. Your yeah. trip is now 20 minutes longer than before. I see that time when I start at New Jersey where I'm like, oh, I'm supposed to be there at 147. I laugh at that. Ha ha ha. It's too 12 or nothing this yeah thing's gonna keep going up it's probably 2 30 you right. know it's just but um so we get to bushwick we go to queen of falafel a restaurant that i love so freaking much we have one of the comedians who's doing the show meets us for dinner we have a great conversation we have a great dinner and then we head to cobra club which is like an old haunt around the corner from our old apartment um that has comedy in the back room a stage that i love and have performed on many times and the best part of the show was that it was all of our friends oh my god it was so fun yeah the lineup was a good lineup it was fun to see everybody it um, really brought actually, me back actually be careful you're gonna knock a speaker down oh okay it really brought me back to the days of like when I used to see my friends every night because we would be doing the same shows or the same mics and I was like oh, I miss those days yeah it was, it was fun they and do feel like days of my youth and it was good it was a good mix of uh, some friends who came out we had some just local people who were just uh, checking out the comedy show and couldn't believe that yeah. was actually shocked that there was like it was a great audience great turnout pretty good turnout man and like half the turnout just came because they didn't know us meanwhile or... Ashley was telling me no one's coming to comedy shows anymore in New York on the way that's in. what I've been told I've been told that the comedy audiences are a dwindling somebody who's making you feel better about moving out of new york city no everyone's been telling me that they've been complaining to me about their shows it's coming oh. from many different directions okay. okay but that might just be like bigger venues you know there is something about cobra club where it's like it's mainly a bar yeah you know what i mean like those people didn't like come to the comedy show they were at the bar and then they heard there was a comedy show and they walked into the back room hey that's the trick that's the trick that's the trick but it was just fun it was so fun to see my friends be funny see so fun to see nick be funny so fun to be on stage afterwards this guy's asking me how i got into comedy classic you know it just felt like new york circa 2017 uh yeah it was good to, i hadn't been i hadn't performed comedy face to face with people in like uh almost two years at this point wow so, uh i guess uh, not almost about a year and a half or something and mm. it, so it was uh interesting it was um you know it was it was good to f f remember that it's uh Still sort of a skill set I have that I can perform in front of people. Yeah. With some, uh, and I got to, got to perform a whole bunch of brand new ideas. And it was, it was like that part of my creative energy felt really good and fulfilled to just put a new idea out there and a twist on it. And the audience kind of connecting with that in some way. It's like, okay, I kind of remember how this goes. So I was very happy with that. Um, yeah, and then we got to see all our friends perform. It was good to see our friends perform, too. It was like, oh, yeah, these people were funny. Remember these people that we used mm -hmm. to see all the time? 
they were funny. They still are. They're still funny, and they're fun to hang out with. That's good. And I was like, oh, Nick and I have good friends. And then we were like, as soon as the show was over, we were like, we have to get the hell out of here. Yeah, they're like, you guys hanging out? We're like, no. <laughs> we have to drive two hours back to New Jersey. Yeah. Get out of our way. Yeah, it really was two hours, too, I think. Uh, yeah. No, no. On the way back, On the way back, it's usually like an hour and a half if you're yeah. coming from Brooklyn, it was is great. what I've learned. It was actually a really nice, smooth ride. Um, I made all the exits this time. Sometimes I'll miss an exit and get mad. Yeah, Nick is always like, no, I don't need Google Maps. I know where, where I'm going. And then he misses an exit and freaks out. It's like, uh, I'm like, I don't need Google. Ah, I don't need Google Maps anymore. I know where I am. Exit. Exit the app. Shit. I just missed the <laughs> fucking exit. God yeah. damn it. Yep. So that's kind of how it works. But um, that's okay, though. It's you know what? Ash? It's, <laughs> o- it's OK. Because people be doing that all the time. babe. <laughs> people are always mixing exit. Thanks. Ash. You don't have to worry. Doesn't mean you're not. It doesn't mean you're bad. Okay. Thank you. So then that brings us to the next day, which is Sunday, where we had this wedding. This which was yesterday. Last night. Was last, last night. Last night. Uh, we we uh, and went to this. Well, first of all, getting the getting the the gear for the. That's wedding. what I was about to say. There's a whole story here of a lead up to the uniforms, the outfits, the costumes, and how we had to like. We had to hunt for uh, clothes to wear because neither of us had the appropriate attire. Just did not have any formal wear. Couldn't tell you where my last suit jacket went. Don't know. I got a dress and some shoes in a box somewhere, maybe. And I doubt I fit into them. Yeah. So we scrambled pretty hard, but we, uh, we really pulled it together. We cleaned up nice. We ended up getting Nick like a hallelujah suit is the only way to describe it because it was (laughs) so... It was just so freaking cheap at JC Penney. Yeah, it was I went like JC Penney's like, listen, I I, I needed a, the whole deal. The problem with being a man going to a wedding is you're pretty much expected to wear a suit that matches. So it's like for a woman it's like more fun. You get to go like shop for a dress and it's just like a dress is one thing. You just flop it on you and yes, it takes a while to find the right one, but there's so many different colors, combinations and cuts that are acceptable for a wedding. For a man, you have to wear a suit, and it's gray, blue, or black, unless you're being cute and having something else going on, some custom situation, and then you mix and match with your ties and your shirts, but it's all uncomfortable, constrictive, and expensive. Even a cheap fucking suit is like 200 bucks. Mm. So it's like a whole annoying thing, and you never get at least a dress. You're like, well, I'll do that when I'll go to the wedding, and then I can use it next month to go out with Jenny to the club. What am I going to use this fucking suit for? Next time, uh, you know, Uncle Petey dies, like, that's what I got to, that's what I, oh, it's like, okay, this wedding, and then hopefully somebody dies this year, so it makes sense that I'm getting this suit. That's basically what it's like being a man. Now, we went on this journey for this suit. We went to a mall, so we're like, fuck it, we'll go to the mall. I wanted Ashley there with me because I needed somebody to look at me to be like, okay, that's good enough for a wedding. That's what I needed. So we went to the mall, went to H&M, and uh, H&M, I don't know what, like, at some point they have suits, but like, I don't know what I'm looking at ever in an H&M. Do you? Yeah, like, it's no. like I'm like, am I in the men's department? Is this the boys' department? I'm like, is this for a woman? Like, I don't it's know. It's overwhelming I'm... and it doesn't make sense. And There's nothing is... about H&M that's like intuitive. It's like also cheap and shitty. Like, yeah. I would never want anybody to know I was wearing an H&M something. Like, I'd rather people know I was wearing Old Navy than H&M. It's mm-hmm. just. No, something slimy about it. But um, yeah. So we left there, and then we're like, we better just go to Macy's and just say fuck it. It's Macy's, the biggest department store around. They have all the options. We went there, and we went into their like shitty suit area. We looked at the suit jackets, like four hundred fifty bucks. Shocking. I'm like, fuck this for one wedding. I can't. 
So I was pretty down in the dumps. And right before we left, I was like, fuck it. We have another day or two. I'll, I'll figure it out. We, I was like, let me check out pennies. Let me check out JCP. So we went into JCPenney's and like we went to the suit section and it had been like ransacked, right? Yeah. Like something there was, was going no on. order there. It had been rummaged through, but your girl found the right size suit jacket for Nick and it was marked down from two twenty to forty dollars. Yeah, it was like two twenty, <laughs> and then there was like a regular clearance on all the jackets, and then that jacket in particular had like a second markdown. It was forty bucks for a suit jacket, and yes, it was the Michael Strahan collection. That's right. And then <laughs> it was like an odd pattern. It's like um, it's kind, it's a plaid pattern, a gray suit plaid pattern, but one of the threads in the plaid is like navy blue like a little more of a royal blue actually so we we couldn't like match pants to it we were like looking everywhere for pants in this one little area and then we were like okay there's also suits over there let's go over there we went over there we found the michael strahan section and that's where we found the pants pants were a little bit more expensive but not by much like they were like 70 much. bucks or something like that so i got a suit for like a hundred dollars yeah and we found a shirt and a tie in a box <laughs> yeah and uh, they matched my shoes, and I was like, let's buy them. And I got out of there. It was like $150. Yeah, or it was wild. I got everything I needed. And uh, I'll, I'll tell you, I mean, we'll talk about Ashley's deal, but when I put that suit on and uh, everything started clicking and connecting, I'll tell you what, this suit, because it's the Michael Strahan, like, like Suits for Schlubs collection. Like, it's got a little stretch to it. It's like moisture wicking. <laughs> I could wear this suit forever. I was not sweating all day. Uh, That's incredible. In suit. It's actually really comfortable, and I really like it. Oh, I'm it's happy like, for you. I, I'm happy that I have this suit now because now I have something that I know that I'll be able to just pop on real quick and just kind of match some shirts and some ties to, and it just makes me feel more confident moving into the future. So I'm very happy that the that I, I kind of bitched and moaned about having to get this suit, but now it's actually uh, got it on the like a fucking fire sale, and uh, it's also pretty good, you know. And you saw me in the suit; I looked pretty okay in that suit. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you it, looked good. It worked. Yeah, you looked good. Now Ashley's turned out when I was like, "Man, you're lucky. You just get to wear a dress." Turns out Ashley decided to make this torturous on herself in some way. I did not actually decide to make it torturous on myself. I assumed. It was going to be really easy. Um, we all did. Like getting Nick a suit, you know, that was our priority. This happened, getting Nick a suit happened on Tuesday night. And it was really led by me. me. Nick. Nick. Come, Come on. on. <laughs> Tell them the truth. <laughs> I like basically forced Nick out the door and I was like, we're getting you a suit well, tonight. I was like, let's go today. And you're like, okay, cool. I'll go. And I was, and then like about a half hour before our scheduled departure, I was like, I'm not going to get a suit today. And you're like, Nick, get a suit. I'm like, absolutely you are. He wanted to bail I'm, after I'm H&M. Like, he wanted to bail after Macy's. Um, but we got him a suit and I, th I thought you were going to be the hard part. Me That's too. what I was prepared for. Me too. But we ended up getting you a suit in like a two hour period. And then we had a weird meal at PF Chang's that night. Um, <laughs> oh, wait, we got to talk about that. <laughs> uh, there's not much to say about that. Sure. Listen, we went to PF Chang's. I'm all, I'm all, I'm on a high from this suit. We can't believe our damn luck. So Ash is just like, let's go to B.F. Chang's. And I'm like, sure. I sat down at P.F. Chang's. Like, first of all, to sit down, we had to like watch like an old couple sort of like torture a host 
to, uh, you know, it was get I've, their seat. I, they, I see there's a lot of clean tables and we're still yeah, waiting. Yeah. And the lady like s- saddled up to the thing. It was just like, I'm seeing a booth like this woman like torturing this young. Yeah. And the host schooler. was like, yeah, we're just um, we're like we're, I'm staggering tables because we're a little short staffed and I don't want to overwhelm our waitress. Actually, she said, well, I'm just trying to I'm just trying to uh, hold you guys off for a bit because I don't want to slam your waitress. Uh, OK, there you go. So anyway, we go, we sit down and we're like, all right, P.F. Chang's. I kind of remember this being kind of good. And Ashley seemed jazzed up about it. I was so excited because I remember it being healthy and gourmet when it came to um, our little town in North Carolina. It was a big deal. Specifically, their chicken lettuce wraps were a big deal. I'll tell you what, there's nothing healthy about this thing, and it ain't gourmet. No, it was really bad. Our meal was really bad. Because here's the thing with P.F. Chang's. They're trying to do American Chinese food, but like, you know who does American Chinese food really good? Chinese food restaurants. Yeah, like every Chinese food restaurant that's around you that's like $10 for everything you want, yeah, and it's a, for the, the fastest special. delivery. And you get a can of soda with it? Yeah. That's so much better than what they gave us at P.F. Chang's. When I got the sweet and sour chicken which is a dish I've had many times. Yeah, hard to fuck that one up. And they fucked it up. Yeah. It's weird. They're like serving things in weird bowls and stuff. Yeah, it's like all about presentation. And then not to mention all of the main course entrees are like $12, $14. That's why people go to this place. It's cheap. But that means kids go there. I mean, it was our mistake. We went to a P.F. Chang's next to the mall. Yeah. And I swear to God, we had like kids who were like huffing or something next to us. There was a booth behind me of teenage girls that were giggling and like laughing loudly the entire time and i mouthed to nick what is going on and nick was like they just took acid i just watched them take acid and i believed him because their behavior was so bizarre i was lying they didn't but you know what it was like you know that time where like you you're with your friends and you start you laugh at something and you can't stop laughing and it's like the hardest you've ever laughed it was they were having that moment for at least fifteen to twenty minutes of, yeah. of our meal. It was really odd, uh, and it was funny at first, and and then after about three minutes, I was like, "Dude, this has to end." And then it just like never ended. It just kept coming back. It would it go down for a bit, and then coming weird. back, and then I mean, honestly, the best part of the whole the meal was we had a waitress that was like really just an odd. Duck. I'm okay. So she was like a goth anime waitress yeah. who also seemed like she was 19, and I'm pretty sure we are her. We were her first table ever. Like she clearly had never waited tables before. She was so sweet. I loved her so much. She only looked at me, refused to look at Would Nick, and make eye me. contact <laughs> with Nick. Um, and she was just weird and interesting and i gave her a 20 dollar tip because i was like i want to encourage her and whatever she does with her life she but like her whole like script was so like uh regimented and measured it was just like hello welcome to pf chang's is this your first dining experience and we're like i think we were here like maybe 10 years ago great welcome back now I think you'll find that the menu has not changed too much since your last visit. <laughs> yeah, like she had like a whole script memorized. Are you enjoying your m- meals. Like yeah. it was really odd. And uh, I love her. I want to check great. in on her. She was great. Go go there tonight. 
She was just really, she was so freaking sincere. She was super sincere. Did you get that? Because yes. she never looked at you or made eye contact with you. I'm like, does Nick know, does, is he aware of how like sincere and sweet she, this girl is? <sighs> she reminded me of one of the characters on Love on the Spectrum. So I didn't, I didn't think this person was like putting on an act. Let's yeah. just put it that way. But yeah. I also didn't think that what I was seeing was just like, Somebody just working at their job. Like, it, no, you know what I mean? Uh-uh. It's like, this was like either a first day or this yeah. is a person who's like, this is how their approach to life is. Very direct and very, you know. Everything like, she said was super measured. Like, and, and like, yeah, so monotone. Like, so uh, it was. Anyway, we had a shitty milk pee of Chang's. <laughs> we liked our waitress. So that brings us to my dress for the wedding. In my mind, last time I had to buy a dress for a wedding, I just went to anthropology and I bought a dress. And I was like, this is what I'll wear. It was cute. I had fun. That's my plan for this wedding. I'm like, okay, I've got Friday um, to go there. I'll just go to anthropology. I'll get a dress. I go to anthropology in this, um, this like, there's this nice nice sort of outdoor shopping mall around us called the grove it has like a bunch of expensive stores in it they're really trying to do something over there in shrewsbury i don't know what it is (laughs) but they're like we're kind of like la there's like a poshness to this outdoor um shopping center there was it does make me feel good when i'm walking around there there was a like a a make your own bouquet of flowers wagon parked outside there and I would have made my own bouquet if I hadn't been so stressed. Because I went into anthropology. This is going to be easy. I'm going to get a dress. And I've never looked so bad in anything I've ever tried on. I mean, the they first off, they're transitioning from like summer to fall dresses. So the summer dresses I'm putting on, indecent for a wedding, <laughs> truly. <laughs> and then the fall dresses I was putting on, the only one that like... I, kind of worked made me look like that did you ever do that game when you were a kid where um you you know everybody would sit in a circle with a parachute and you would throw the parachute up and then run under it and put your butt under it (laughs) okay i looked like i was wearing that parachute (laughs) i looked i looked like a circus tent or something it was so awful and i was like okay no big deal this shopping mall has Say it with me. A Banana Republic, a Madewell, a J. Crew, a Gap, um, a Ann Taylor Loft, a J. Jill, a Chico's. It has everything where I think I should be able to find a dress. A free people. I should be able to find a dress. I went into every single one. I tried on every single dress. Everything looked really, really bad on me. The one dress I found that sort of fit was at Banana Republic and the woman who was working there, I was like, um, what do you think? Is this, what do you think about this? And she was like, mm, I wouldn't do it. And I was like, damn, if the lady who's working here is telling me to pass on the dress, I got to go. So I got in the car, <laughs> Wait, super hold on. discouraged. When that lady told you that, I, don't do it. What was yeah. that? How, how, what was the reaction to that? I was like, thank you. And she's like, I mean, it could be, she, she like scrambled as soon as she said it. Yeah. She was like, it, it could just be because, you know, the shoes and the bra is not really working. She's like, you know what you should do? You should you should buy it and then take it home and try it on with the right shoes and the right bra and stuff. And then you can take you can always take it back. 45 days, 45 days. You can take it back. 
And I was like, nah, I'm good. You already nah. said it didn't work. Nah. If a 55-year-old nice lady kind of screws up her face and goes, eh, nah, it's not working. You don't want to screw a face from a 55-year-old. Yeah. That no, means, no. I mean, that's just pure honesty. Hell no. Um, And then as I left, she was like, good luck. You know, like she was. She was invested in my story um, after, you know, after telling me the truth. And then uh, Mr. Banana came out of the main office and he's like, if Republic finds out about this, they're going to fire you. <laughs> Stop telling the people to not buy the clothes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we okay. Ow, my abs. <laughs> Oh, all right. Okay, so then I go to freaking Macy's because I'm like, well, Nick had all that luck at the mall. Maybe I should just go to Macy's. I go to Macy's. Macy's has so many dresses. I I haven't been in a department store like for real, for real, for myself. I guess in six years, maybe. Like I haven't gone to a Macy's to shop for clothes in a decade. I order things online. There's a couple of stores I order from. Most of the stuff I get is thrifted. Okay, so I'm like, first off, overwhelmed by the amount of dresses. I try on 20. I'm sending Nick's uh, pictures in the dressing room. What do you think about this? What do you think about this? Finally, I tell Nick, you got to come here. You got to come. And he's like, really? And I'm like, yeah, you got to get in the freaking car and drive to the mall and come here because you're liking some of these pics. And I don't think you can really see what's going on. You know, I'm talking about couch dress. And um, Nick's, you know, Nick, the sweetheart that he is. Drops everything, comes over, hangs out with me in this Macy's. We whittle it down to two dresses. I buy the rose dress. Then I go home. I'm looking at pictures. I'm sending pictures to friends of the two dresses. And everybody's like, nah, I like the blue and black one. The one I didn't get because it was one size too big. Next day, I go to another freaking Macy's trying to find that dress in the right size. Look, this story's petered out a while ago. Sure. Do I have an ending to it? Not really. But the second Macy's I go to doesn't have the dress. I scramble. I run back to the first Macy's. I get that dress, even though it's a size too big. Now I have two dresses. That's the story. Nick, say something. Well, the blue dress matched my suit. The blue black dress matched your suit. Yeah. The rose dress I looked better in, and it was the right size. But the blue black dress had like a fall wedding vibe. And it was the same color scheme that it Nick had, was doing. It had cool s- sleeves. Had cool sleeves. Um, that red dress is nice though. I like the red dress. I'm going to wear it in other situations. I'm going to keep it. Why not? So we, uh, we went to that wedding. We got our clothes. We went to the wedding, drove down to the wedding. Lovely wedding. Absolutely. Absolutely wonderful. Touching, fun, interesting, everything you want. Yeah. So good to see so many people that I haven't seen in so long. Yeah. Reconnect with a bunch of pals. Ashley got too drunk. Nick. (laughs) I thought we weren't going to talk about well, that. Well, what are we going to say? Oh, great wedding. Love to see. That's not how we end this. We go down. The people listen to this for the gritty, gritty, gritty. Is anyone I, having this issue in your life now that you, the pandemic, the pandemic's still happening, but now that we're out of quarantine, and I can't tell if this is just me because I'm still kind of in quarantine living in New Jersey, but I didn't like really drink for a year and a half. And now that I'm going out and having social occasions where I can drink, I have like reverted back to like the the tolerance level and the pacing of when I first started drinking. It's like I'm a kid again. Not that I was drinking when I was a kid, but you guys get it. Like it's a good premise. 
You think so? Yeah, I think you should write that down and use it as some sort of a premise. A stand-up bit? A, a future stand-up bit. It's like or I, a TikTok. I've completely lost my ability to like be an adult and just go out and like have like a social event with some alcohol drinks. Mm. Instead, yeah, it's really like have. I'm like 21 and I'm like at a club in Durham all of a sudden pounding vodka sodas, not knowing how to pace myself or like, you know how to drink you have to learn how to drink i really feel like you do when you're you first start drinking you have no idea what you're doing and that's what i feel like now i don't think i've been i really enjoyed drinking beer until COVID 19 hit i don't know why it just tastes better now you settled into it a little bit <laughs> but you know rest assured to all those little uh teetotalers out there and all those moms and dads listening i didn't drink at this wedding at all yeah nick was bona fide was, sober because we drove there we drove there and drove and back we were intended on getting back that night and we did so uh, that's why I, I mean actually let it rip because i was like let it rip i'm 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 driving so. i was drinking for two you know <laughs> Wanted to make sure Nick got some fun out of it. Ashley, dance and dance and dance. And if you don't dance with her, she's going to dance by herself. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> Nick danced with me. I appreciate I it. I did. I did. We were having a lot. We had a lot of good moments. We had a great table. We liked everybody at our table. Love the table. Food was dope. Food was so good. Afterwards, we all went on the boardwalk. We went down to this little like um, arcade that was the only place open on the boardwalk. No, I think they opened it for us. For I, us, I think. okay. It's because it was in Ocean City. It's a dry town. It was a Sunday at like midnight. They, yeah, shit ain't open. You know what I mean? They opened it for us, and we played games. It was so fun. Yeah, it was great. Uh, and then Ashley and I drove home, and we wanted to eat McDonald's on the way home, and we couldn't get it done. We went to a gas station and bought like Pringles and M&Ms. And yeah, combos. It was a long drive. So I was like, I need some snacks, dog, for this drive. And so uh, we got some snacks and we listened to some Big Brother content. You know how we do. Then I woke up this morning feeling like shit. <laughs> and that's why this podcast is out late. <laughs> and that's the end of the podcast. <laughs> Folks, thank you so much for listening. Um, remember, you got a couple more days. Get over to that Patreon, patreon.com forward slash reality blows. And guess what? I know some of you are like, Oh, well, this sounds weird. Like, go and just listen to all those just for a month and give them $5. People are doing it. People are doing it. Yeah. And, and you could be it. one of those people. Yeah. And we love you people. We love you. The fact that you're like, oh, I'll give these people five bucks for the last month of their Patreon. That's so nice of you to do that. Enjoy all the content in there. One of my favorite uh, podcasts is uh, when we talked about the Haunted Mansion. So go check out that. Oh, yeah. So that's that. If that, that would be my pick. Is uh, I think we I may have even posted that. My favorite is when we did the uh, Ashley explains the apocalypse. That's a weird one. There's a lot of weird ones in there, folks. I mean, there's some road trippy stuff. If you want to hear like uh, about our trips to Wilmington last year, we did a whole recap of that in the Patreon. So, um, okay, folks, we thank you for listening each and every week and uh, sticking with us, and uh, we will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.